0: "'and all the bells of all the churches were ringing like mad, "'and like a great song to the music of their ringing. "'He heard thousands of people shouting, "'Long live Lionel! Long live our little King!' "'He was a little sorry at first that he had not put on his best clothes, "'but he soon forgot to think about that. "'If he had been a girl, "'he would very likely have bothered about it the whole time.' As they went along, the grave gentlemen, who were the Chancellor and the Prime Minister, explained the things which Lionel did not understand. "'I thought we were a republic,' said Lionel. "'I'm sure there hasn't been a king for some time.' "'Sire, your great-great-great-great-great-grandfather's death happened when my grandfather was a little boy,' said the Prime Minister.' "'and since then your loyal people have been saving up to buy you a crown. "'So much a week, you know, according to people's means. "'Sixpence a week from those who have first-rate pocket money, "'down to a halfpenny a week from those who haven't so much. "'You know it's the rule that the crown must be paid for by the people.' "'But hadn't my great-great, however much it is, grandfather, a crown?' "'Yes, but he sent it to be tinned over for fear of vanity, "'and he had had all the jewels taken out and sold them to buy books. "'He was a strange man. "'A very good king he was, but he had his faults. "'He was fond of books. "'Almost with his last breath he sent the crown to be tinned, "'and he never lived to pay the tinsmith's bill.' here the prime minister wiped away a tear and just then the carriage stopped and lionel was taken out of the carriage to be crowned being crowned is much more tiring work than you would suppose and by the time it was over and lionel had worn the royal robes for an hour or two and had had his hand kissed by everybody whose business it was to do it he was quite worn out and was very glad to get into the palace nursery nurse was there and tea was ready seedy cake and plummy cake and jam and hot buttered toast and the prettiest china with red and gold and blue flowers on it and real tea and as many cups of it as you liked after tea lionel said i think i should like a book will you get me one nurse bless the child said nurse you don't suppose you've lost the use of your legs with just being a king "'Run along, do, and get your books yourself.' "'So Lionel went down into the library. "'The Prime Minister and the Chancellor were there, "'and when Lionel came in, they bowed very low "'and were beginning to ask Lionel most politely "'what on earth he was coming bothering for now, "'when Lionel cried out, "'Oh, what a world full of books! "'Are they yours?' "'They are yours, your Majesty,' answered the Chancellor. "'They were the property of the late king, your great, great—' "'Yes, I know,' Lionel interrupted. "'Well, I shall read them all. "'I love to read. "'I am so glad I learned to read.' "'If I might venture to advise your majesty,' said the Prime Minister, "'I should not read these books. "'Your great—' "'Yes,' said Lionel quickly.' "'He was a very good king. "'Oh, yes, really, a very superior king in his way. "'But he was a little, well, strange.' "'Mad?' asked Lionel cheerfully. "'No, no.' "'Both the gentlemen were sincerely shocked. "'Not mad, but if I may express it so, "'he was, um, too clever by half.' and I should not like a little king of mine to have anything to do with his books. Lionel looked puzzled. "'The fact is,' the Chancellor went on, twisting his red beard in an agitated way, "'your great—go on,' said Lionel. "'Was called a wizard.' "'But he wasn't.' "'Of course not. A most worthy king was your great—' "'I see.' but i wouldn't touch his books just this one cried lionel laying his hands on the cover of a great brown book that lay on the study table it had gold patterns on the brown leather and gold clasps with turquoises and rubies in the twists of them and gold corners so that the leather should not wear out too quickly I must.